Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Hey, Devin, we're at episode 11. We're we talking sure about interests now, which I think is one of the most fundamental parts to how the heck we choose a career. Um, or how do we choose an environment? Ooh, that's a whole new, that's another little piece in there, isn't it? So when we're talking about interests, what do you, what do you mean when you're talking to individuals about their interests? I find interest is usually where people start, right? I like this, so I'm going to become a that. That's usually the thought process people have. Um, and sometimes it's, I like science, so I'm going to be an engineer. And sometimes it's, I like hockey, so I'm going to be a hockey player. You know, it can come from so many different directions, right? So I usually find it's a good idea to take sort of a broad sweep of interest, whatever that means. Um, and so I'll actually ask people, what classes do you like the most as opposed to what are your interests? And then we get into hobbies and stuff too. Um, and that sort of starts to form the basis of that. And then of course, in terms of like assessment tools, there are interest inventories that you can actually take. Um, and I'm sure some of the folks listening have done, uh, have done different versions of that too. Um, but yeah, I find especially with working with a younger cohort, that's very much, they feel like that's the entire conversation. I'm interested in this. So I'm going to become a that end of conversation. So I find interest is usually the easy part. That's usually the first, <laughs> the first place people go. Um, what's your experience with sort of discussing interests? I think it's two, uh, sort of a two prong thing. So one is exactly as you're talking about, what are the things that you're interested in? So the subject matters, sometimes they actually have completely lost track of what their interests are. Um, so it's a bit of a, it takes a little bit to to pull, tug some of those out. Uh, so sometimes I'm throwing out ideas at them in terms of, you know, do you like math? Do you like cooking? Do you like machines? Do you like leadership? Do you like people? Do you like animals? Do you like snow? Um, whatever. Does anybody say yes to that last one? <laughs> Actually, they do. <laughs> They're usually the people who love like snowmobiling, skiing, you know, the outdoor things. Um, and so that can help to, to give some ideas of um, a direction to go. The other way I use it, though, is an environment. So people might be interested in, say, animals, but they don't want to work as a vet or a vet tech, but they are interested in animals. And say they're also interested in computers, then maybe it might be research to do with animals, or it might be creating graphics to do with animals. So it's a combination of things. I think where I'm, uh, one of the things that sort of um, concerns me right now is sometimes people say, I'm interested in, in like, especially computer programming, because that's all they hear about. In terms of that's the hot, sexy, new, you know, artificial intelligence. That's the thing to go at now. Whether or not they're good at it or they care about it, 
um, or they're choosing it because they think it brings in good money. And, you know, rather than really, do you want to sell your soul for? Because that's what ends up happening. I find, you know, my, my peeps who went that direction with the money thing, they end up 35, 39 going, I hate this. I can't do it anymore but I'm so used to this income bracket and they completely forgot what their interests were. Well, they, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, yeah, there's almost a tie in there. Like what I'm hearing is a tie in there of interest of values. You know, it's, we're all interested in having a big bank account. I don't think people would be like, no, that's cool. I don't need any money. But, um, but I do think that, um, you know, there, there does ha definitely has to be that, that balance there. Um, I find it's interesting too, it was years and years ago. Now I was, um, I was working for a nonprofit that promoted careers in the trades and I'd been invited to sort of a career day at like a, it was like a middle school in Toronto. And we did, um, we did a few different keynotes and then the kids went off to breakout rooms. And my keynote was right after a keynote from Farley Flex, which, if we have people who are either big Canadian industry, music industry people who are listening or interested, or if you watch Canadian Idol, you'll know Farley Flex is a big player in the Canadian music scene. And um, he had a really interesting story where he talked about being in like NBA offices. Like he was saying everything he, all of his motivation, I still remember this like 15 years later, 20 years later, all of his motivations come from, he loves basketball, he loves music and he loves people. So if it involves any one of those things, and certainly if it involves more than one, he's at least willing to listen to what the opportunity is. And he talked at one point about going into NBA offices and he was like, it's wild because everybody you meet there is like seven feet tall. And so often what happens is it's people who didn't make it as players in the NBA, but they've still found a way to maintain their interest in the game and work in the industry. Um, and I always found, I mean, obviously I'm still telling the story and this is quite a few years ago now. And I always thought like that's, that was an interesting way to frame it, particularly for middle school aged kids. Absolutely. Because we know this, right? In sports, there's like a, such a small percentage who actually make, sort of make it, I'm going to put in quotations, mm. <laughs> yeah. um, air quotations, make it in an industry because they only see things like the NHL. There are actually other hockey leagues where one can make an, a great living and they're not the NHL. Um, you know, we're entering into a really beautiful, remarkable, fantastic era right now where we've got a Canadian, not a Canadian, sorry, a women's hockey league. Mm -hmm. And uh, so who, you know, who knows what doors that's going to now open up in terms of that as a career. And yeah. you're exactly right. It's combining. Part of it is combining sometimes a couple of things. You know, we talked previously about skills. So what are the skills that you like to do? And then maybe it's what environment you like to do it in. We've talked about passion. So I'm not necessarily saying being passionate, but having an interest in something certainly helps you on the days when you are struggling to go to work, you know, or you're at work and you're struggling to be there for whatever reasons going, going on. We all have those periods of time where it's like, I don't really want to be here, but that there's that little interest can just keep you, keep you there, you know, to go through that difficult time frame. So I think it's such an important um, piece of the puzzle to at least be aware of what your interests are 
Yeah. Uh, and, and then make intelligent decisions about whether then that translates to a career or not. Absolutely. And it, it can be too, you know, um, there's so many levels that a job works on. So if you're not enjoying your time at work, like maybe it's the career, maybe it's the industry, maybe it's the organization, maybe it's the project you're on, right? There's so many levels. So having that awareness and that clarity about your interests can help you say, maybe I'm just not actually interested in doing this kind of work or working in this kind of environment, or maybe it's easier for you to recognize that it is the project or the team or the whatever. It's something that's a day to day, but you still like kind of the subject matter connected to it that can lead you to other employers or other organizations where you might find work. And those little nuances, like they make such a huge difference as your career unfolds for sure. A hundred percent. Do you ever think there's a time where we don't really pay attention to interests? Yes. It sounds like, you know, a lot of people who are like that too. Um, yeah, I think in a lot of cases, it's easy to get pulled into sort of the first job that comes along. Um, I see this a lot in new grads, you know, oh, it wasn't totally tied to my industry, um, but I went for it because the pay was really good or whatever. And that can go in a couple of different ways. I think in that sort of situation, if you have landed on a great team, you have a great supervisor, you can last there for quite a long time. Um, Cause of course in our passion discussion, we all know that I know, I don't think you have to be passionate about your work. Um, you know, if you've landed in a great environment, even if you're not overly interested in what's going on with the work, that can be a great setup for quite a few years. You know, you're going to build great relationships. You're going to develop new skills. You're going to come out of those environments with some good um, references and stuff. But the other side of it is, you know, if you just took it for the pay and you have no interest and maybe it's a toxic environment or maybe it's just work you despise or the people are awful, whatever the situation is, um, you know, I think in that sort of case, you want to be really mindful of, do I still want to be here? Right. Uh, so... The other thing I'm reminded of is times when, you know, people do the interest assessments because I think they're doing what they're supposed to do and the interest assessments come out and they're like disappointed in the results or they don't feel like they relate to them or, you know, something to that effect. I had a client once who did, we were actually going for funding. So we have to support um, the idea with uh, what one might call objective information as opposed to subjective Uh desires and so we'd done this interest inventory uh the the training that she wanted was in hairstyling and it didn't come up with the hairstyling wherever that was mm -hmm. but all the other interests there was one to do with design there was an interest to do with using your hands and all like very like hands-on practical kinds of things and there was another interest um i think in variety and so while she was devastated, I'm like, this makes perfect sense to me. And it fits completely into hairstyling. And that's where I think sometimes uh, um, someone who's a career professional can help an individual go through those assessments and not be discouraged by the results. And in fact, provide some enlightenment as to you're not a freak. You know, the assessment yeah. didn't wasn't. It, it did provide us with useful information and here's how the use, here's what's useful about it and how this can move us forward in our approach. Is that something that you're like, yeah, hundred percent. Are you like, no, you're completely crazy, Sarah Jane. 
<laughs> no, I agree with you hundred um, percent. And I think uh, definitely what I see in the clients I work with is grade 10, they've taken a careers course and they did the whatever assessment in whatever platform they were using. And they think that's the end of the conversation. And it's not, it's the jumping off point. It's the point to go, huh, that's an interesting result. I wonder what that means. Or a point to say, wow, it never occurred to me that I might like doing this kind of work, but it looks like that's where I'm leaning. I wonder like, what does that come out as? How does that translate? You know, when I'm at school, does it translate into the projects I like to do or the subjects I'm more interested in as opposed to others? Like, what does that look like? And you're absolutely right. It takes somebody who can be that objective person and to have that expertise to say, you know, let's, let's unpack this and figure out what it actually means for you. Yeah. The other thing I would say about interests is that we always need to be mindful of the fact that there are interests out there that we don't even know about, right? Mm, How would sure. I know yeah. that I'd be interested in operating a drone if I've never been exposed to drones or had that opportunity or know that they exist? You know, I am very mm. confident today that there are careers out there that I don't know exist um, because the world changes and moves. And yeah, so- 100%. If I, as a career practitioner, doesn't know about them, how do we expect the average human to know about them? Yeah. So part I mean, of that is, you know, yeah. learning. It's sitting out there. Yeah. Yeah. Playing, trying things for sure. Exactly. Um, and our yeah. geographic area sometimes dictates some of that because we only see, you know, our little world that we're in. Yeah. We don't necessarily see you know, an urban PEI does not look the same as downtown Toronto in terms of career. So, um, and remote work, of course, has really opened up the world to all sorts of things. We could talk forever. We could, as every other week, we could go on for hours and hours, but you know, we won't. That's not, that's mean. Uh, So our next episode will be more on interest, but in a different slant. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Excellent teaser. Yeah. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks for listening to the One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.